Hello, everyone. I'm Joe. DJ. We are the Schoolhouse 302, and this is the 302 Thoughts segment of our One Thing series, where we are committed to breaking down complex topics in meaningful ways that do not have to be complicated. And this one, we're 100% focused on innovation. And one reason that TJ and I really started to talk about innovation this month was there's so much change going on around us through COVID. Uh, You know, let me just report it like this, the dual pandemics, COVID, social justice movement that's occurring, that a lot of changes is happening and we're not necessarily steering the ship as it's occurring. So how as leaders do we harness that? How are principal leaders still innovative in amid really, you know, tumultuous times and really trying to still achieve great things, still have student achievement, um, steer that ship appropriately um, when you're getting knocked around a bit, all in positive ways, right? I mean, so a lot of things with COVID, we're responding in positive ways. The social justice movement's woken us up um, as as we've acknowledged in the past to certain things as well that, you know, really um, needs attention and immediate attention. Um, so we said, you know what, let's also, though, couple this month with women's history of last month and let's find some dynamic, um, innovative female CEOs. And I'll tell you what, TJ, I had a tremendous experience researching different CEOs and discovering um, some really powerful, powerful thinkers out there doing incredible things in incredible companies and changing the world, really. It's so true. And uh, the leaders that we highlighted in, in the blog are phenomenal people, and they've created just awesome things for society um, and innovations that, you know, are just something that they've infused into the culture. And I think that's a leadership lesson that we learn as principals, as principal leaders, that we're really our culturalists. And for innovation to stick, we need to be able to get that to be infused in the culture um, in a new way. And so that's what I respected about the people we highlighted is that they were able to transcend, um, you know, the status quo and really, you know, what's what has been deemed crossing the chasm with an innovation. So cool, cool concepts. You want to highlight one, one of the people for, for those who may haven't, haven't seen the blog yet, maybe? Absolutely, TJ. And, you know, we had a great model this month, um, which we try to do every month, that talked about inspiring creativity as a leader, making sure we're always with our, our why and our purpose, innovate incrementally and value ideas. And I want to focus, you know, we have, we have some powerhouses in here, but um, as you know, I'm a big MMA fan. I'm a huge, grew up a huge boxing fan and, you know, discovering society nine was a lot of fun. And Lynn Lee, um, their founder, you know, one thing I really like about Lynn Lee and society nine, what we were able to uncover is, you know, this is, this centers on boxing and sports apparel, Um, for female users. What I find amazing is that, you know, boxing's been around forever, centuries. And 
it's often though like who would have thought you know what that women are going to emerge as great boxers as great mma fighters and you know but we have to adjust these gloves and that's something lynn lee discovered you know they don't have the right gloves and so that was their starting and as society nine is really about that first glove boxing glove that they made and i think that's really important to realize here and something we highlight innovation doesn't have to be a completely new idea it can be an incremental change to value and respect the diversity that's within your organization what you're trying to achieve and i think that's critical right now for educational leaders because we have a lot going on as we're changing and evolving that we have to realize we don't have to scrap a lot of what we've done in the past, but not changing would also be offensive. And we can take a page out of Lynn Lee's book and say, you know what, we're going to make adjustments to fit this user, just like she did with Society9. It's a perfect example where the innovation solved the problem that had previously persisted and that somebody just needed to think about it differently. And so, you know, a lot of times innovations don't solve problems that we have. They're just new things that are infused into the culture. But a lot of times they also do. We can start with a problem of practice. We can think differently and we can solve a problem for the future. What I like about that example is now we have a whole new set of women apparel for, for boxers and it's available and you don't have to adjust and tape and do all the things that people were doing to fix um, and, and the stuff that wasn't working from the past. I also want to say something about innovation, Joe, from the models that it doesn't mean that you deviate from your values and your vision. You can incrementally innovate or you can completely deviate from a practice that you have like an like instructional practice or grading practice or some practice that you've used you can completely deviate from that but not deviate from your core values in fact sometimes deviating from the status quo towards the innovation is in itself uh, backed up by the values or closely more closely related to the vision and the values than the status quo was. So going back to those visions, that vision, that those values, those core values that we hold true, that sometimes helps us to innovate, um, not just continue doing what we've always done. A hundred percent. You know, I think people sometimes confuse convictions and assumptions. And I recently read that somewhere, like, please don't get mired into your assumptions, hold true to your convictions, but be willing to let go of your assumptions. And I think the clearer we get with our purpose and our why and what you just said, TJ, you know, our values. And that's what I love about the CEOs we chose. I mean, we, like I said, we have some powerhouses in here and we're not even mentioning the other three, but if I can take one second, um, you know, we, we talked about Spanx in here and really how Sarah Blakely discovered that just by not willing to be uncomfortable, like solving something yeah. in a real time that revolutionized um, this industry. And it's fascinating when we're willing to just stay curious hold on to our convictions, like things like comfort, like style, but say, you know what, this isn't working right. 
that's an assumption that we're holding on to that's typically limiting our beliefs. But when we confuse those two, we're stifled. So the sooner you can get rid of false assumptions and hang on to your convictions, you'll continue to innovate. Yeah, and I think that's a great example of somebody who's fixing something on a daily basis that needs to be fixed um, and that that needs to be scaled. Stuff that maybe teachers are doing in their classroom to tweak things, to, to, to alter practices that probably everybody should be altering. So scaling innovation is also a really important thought. Well, we close out there, Joe, and I think we hope people will go to the blog uh, at the schoolhouse302.com, continue to listen to 302 Thoughts, our One Thing series podcast. Upcoming this month will be our Read This series. We're going to recommend a book and also uh, a podcast with a heavy hitter author that uh, we're going to discuss her book with her. And we can't wait to release that for you. Again, this is our 302 Thoughts. Thanks for listening. Thanks for reading. As always, we love when you like, follow, and share the work with others. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, Joe, you know what leaders need these days? What's that, TJ? Sleep. A good night's rest. Self-care. We've heard it over and over and over again from our guests on the podcast that you can't pour from an empty cup. Leaders need sleep. One of the number one ways you can replenish yourself and lead better is a good night's sleep. I hear you, but you know what? I'm so tired. I don't even like thinking about you know, getting a good night's sleep. But, you know, do tell, how do we go about getting better sleep? Well, I think that's part of your problem is you need a better bed. It always starts with the bed. That's why we recommend Ghost Bed, our sponsor with 30,000 plus five-star reviews. Their patented sleep and cooling technology gets you to sleep faster and longer than any other bed. That's right. And their handcrafted mattresses come with a hundred and one night at home sleep trial and a two times the industry standard warranty. They're absolutely certain that their beds will work for you. And with free shipping within 24 hours of your purchase, it's fantastic uh, support from the company. And guess what? Just for being a listener at the Schoolhouse 302, you get 30% off with the use of our code SH302 at checkout. You go to ghostbed.com. You get some sleep so that you can lead better and grow faster. You use SH302 at checkout. Absolutely. And last thing, even if you don't need a bed, you're thinking, wow, I would love to try out ghost bed, but I just bought a bed. Refer someone else for a bed at ghostbed.com. You'll get a hundred bucks for helping someone else get a good night's rest. Wow. That's 30% off with SH302 code at ghostbed.com. A hundred bucks for your referral if you get somebody else a good night's sleep. Better sleep for you, better leadership. Ghostbed.com, you can't beat it. Ghostbed.com.